Hello and welcome to COS Live. You can watch the original video broadcast live on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern. Visit conventionofstates.com slash pod to learn more. And now, here's COS Live. Well, hello again, COS supporters. Welcome back to another edition of COS Live. My name is Andrew Luge. I'm going to be your host for this episode. And of course, I am joined by Rita Peters, who's the Senior Vice President for Legislative Affairs, but she's also my co-host. Rita, it is great to be back with you. How are you doing? I'm doing very well, Andrew, and I am so happy to have you back. I have missed you for a few weeks now, so I'm really glad you're back on the program. And I want to remind our viewers to drop us a note or a little comment. Let us know where you're tuning in from. And if you do drop us a comment, you might find yourself in the next edition of our COS Live mailbag, which is my new favorite feature of the program. Mm -hmm. Well, Rita, the feeling is definitely mutual. I have missed you. I'm glad to be back. I've also missed our audience. So please uh, drop us a comment. Let us know where you're tuning in from. Uh, tell us about what your favorite thing is with Convention of States. And while you're at it, please share this, uh, this live, this live uh, broadcast right now. And make sure to put it out on your, on your feed, on your social media feed. We need to grow uh, we need to grow our uh, Warriors for Liberty in your state and all with your friends. So please uh, put it out on Facebook, Instagram, wherever you're tuning in from. Uh, Rita, we got a great show lined up because we are less than a month away from the simulated convention where there will be delegates from all 50 states going to Colonial Williamsburg to partake in a simulated convention. It's going to be so much fun. I'm so excited. I know you're excited. All of our delegates are excited. Our grassroots are excited. And so it's going to be a really amazing historic event that is coming up August 2nd through the 4th. So today we are going to be looking at the 2016 simulated convention. We're going to be going through some never before seen footage that we're going to share with our grassroots today, which is so exciting. I can't wait to get to that. Um, so we'll get to that soon. We also have our latest edition of COS Now that we will get to. And of course, we have our Article 5 trivia giveaway with COS Vice President Mike Ruthenberg. So we'll get to all of that. But first, we have to go over to Mike, who has our trivia question. Mike, over to you. Thank you, Andrew. Boy, it's a blessing to be here today. I'm super excited to be able to speak with you guys. I know that you're here because you're excited to hear about what's going to happen at our simulated Article 5 convention. That'll be a historic event. I was there in 2016. What an amazing, amazing event. See how everything works so well. And I can't wait until you get to see some of the clips and hear about that in today's show. Today, I've got a question for you that's related to the simulation. And if you have been watching it, if you know what's going on. There's a very good chance you're going to know the answer to this question. And if that's the case, you might win this because today I'm going to give away a convention of states flag. That's right. You can get one of these right now if you are the one that comes up with the answer to this question. It's such a cool flag. If you don't win it, we do have some in the store. You can go to shopconventionofstates.com and pick up your own COS flag. I love having a flag. I love flying it right below my American flag on my flagpole. As a matter of fact, in the month of July, I have a giant American flag that's on my flagpole, and it dwarfs this one in size, which is super, super fun. That's the way it should be. 
but it's great to display the COS colors on my flagpole as well. All right, well, let's get started here on our question. And it's a good one. It's related to our simulated convention, not mentioning, not only to mention our, our simulated convention, but any convention that should happen. And since our simulated convention is kind of a truncated version, we don't have the time to do a full on convention, but it has all the aspects of it. And, um, but the rules in this convention very tightly, very closely mimic the real thing. And one of those rules involves the voting and how the voting works. So I'm gonna give you a multiple choice question today. So sharpen your fingertips. Hopefully not only you'll answer the question to our trivia question today in the comments, but you'll also comment on some of the cool things that you see Andrew and Rita talking about a little bit later in the show to keep it relevant, to keep it exciting, and to spread the word even farther. You can participate in this show simply by commenting. But go ahead and put the answer to this question in the comments. How will the voting work at the convention? A, one delegate, one vote. B, one vote per state or per state delegation. Or C, apportioned by state population weighed like the electoral college. Again, to repeat, how will the voting work at the convention? A, one delegate, one vote. B, one vote per state delegation. Or C, apportioned by state population, very much weighed like the electoral college. Go ahead and pop your answer in there. We're gonna pop back to Rita and continue with the show. I'll see you guys later on. Thanks, Mike. Now, before we get to the behind the scenes clips of the 2016 simulated convention, let's see some history being made. It's the latest edition of COS Now. Producer G, show us those clips. Legislators in Ohio and Delaware introduced the Convention of States Action Resolution into their respective legislatures. This brings the total number of states considering this Article 5 application in 2023 up to 24 states. It's more proof of the robust grassroots effort that is progressing across the nation. If you live in Ohio or Delaware, be sure to ask your state legislators to support and co-sponsor the Convention of States Action Resolution. All viewers can do that by going to the Take Action page of conventionofstates.com. As the nation celebrated Independence Day, Convention of States volunteers marked the occasion by working toward a new turning point for liberty in America. Citizens from Texas to Colorado to North Carolina, from Florida to Virginia, from Michigan to Delaware, participated in parades and festivals. They're proving with their actions that they still believe in the things that made America exceptional and that she is worth fighting for. And finally, Convention of States endorser, number one best-selling author and Blaze TV host Steve Dace had a strong message for those who would rather give up than try to call an Article 5 convention in order to restore the Republic. How can we possibly expect them to follow the rules laid out in Article 5 if we risk a Convention of States? I would counter by saying, how can you expect them to follow the rules we currently have? I, I will not tolerate that we can do nothing. I won't. And every time you bring it to me, I will mercilessly crush it. And I love this idea that, this, that the Convention of States is so radical. Well, you yourself in your question said it was Article 5. Article 5 of what? What's it Article 5 of? Do you guys know? Constitution. The U.S. Constitution. Who wrote that? Founding Fathers. Founding Fathers did. So who wrote the Convention of States? Mark Levin? No, he reminded us of it. The reminder of it comes from Mark. 
But did he come up with the idea? No. Mark Levin, Mark, it, it's like Newton, just sitting around. Just, and, and he created gravity. No. He discovered it. Same thing with Levin. He discovered, hey, there's a mechanism here that we don't have to keep doing this. We can go, we can create something that just completely goes around these people. Who gave us that mechanism? The very people who wrote the Constitution gave us that mechanism. So I, I have no tolerance, none, no patience, none for there's nothing we can do. Elections don't matter. Nothing matters. Then lock and load. What are you doing here? You don't really believe in your own futility. You're just a loser. You're addicted to losing. And sometimes you have to be a lot of times cultures of losing have to be confronted head on. Losing is a disease. We're infected with it. There's too much money to be made from it. Makes us feel comfortable. It lines up with our pessimistic eschatology, which we then use as an excuse to not do a damn thing. Stop being losers. We're winners. Act like it. Thanks, Producer G. Well, Rita, that was a jam-packed CUS Now. What was your favorite bit that you saw? Well, I don't know about favorite bit, <laughs> um, but I wanted to mention as far as the Ohio and Delaware filings that we've had in the past week, go Ohio and Delaware. That's great. We're super excited for those states to be, you know, joining in the action with having active legislation on the books and just want to make our viewers aware that in Ohio and Delaware, those resolutions that just got introduced will carry over into 2024. So we do actually have some time on those. I'm looking forward to seeing those states make some progress and want to remind everyone, producer G did a good job of um, highlighting our take action page on our website, conventionofstates.com. And I just want to remind everyone, if you haven't already done it, please go to that page. So it's the take action tab on the conventionofstates.com website and take action, do exactly that. Um, because if you're like Steve Dace and don't want to tolerate the we can do nothing attitude, I know that's I'm in that camp. I don't want to be someone who just goes around saying, oh, it's too bad we can't do anything to fix the country. There's a lot we can do. And that's the place to start. Andrew, what did you th I want to ask you specifically what you thought of um, the Steve Dace clip there? I love it. I, I love how brash it can be, how he doesn't. Uh, beat around the bush he can he's just he tells it straight he tells it like it is and I love his uh, his logic there where he talks about well what where does the mechanism come from in article five who wrote it, it wasn't Mark Levin it wasn't Mark Meckler it wasn't Michael Ferris it wasn't Rita Peters no it was the founding fathers they had the wisdom and they expected us a future generation to sometime use that mechanism in case the federal government went outside of its purview and, and wouldn't fix itself. That's the whole point of Article 5, that there's, there's two ways to amend the Constitution, one way through uh, Congress and then the states ratifying or the states getting together when Congress fails to act. And right now, I mean, how can you argue that Congress has not failed to act? We have, what, $32 trillion of debt right now. We have politicians who make a career uh, instead of being uh, servants for the people. And of course, we have a federal government that has gone so far outside the enumerated constitution, the powers within the constitution, and they are now in all 
sorts of states affairs, I, why, how could you not want to use Article 5? How could you not see this gift, see it as a gift, and that we should do everything we can to use it? So I'm, I'm right in alignment with Steve Dace on this one. And Rita, we have such a great endorser in, in, in Steve Dace. He is just an amazing champion for our cause and for the people and for Article 5. And it's a blessing to hear uh, to hear him talk about convention states in that way. So any final thoughts, Rita, before we go to reacting to the 2016 simulation, any final thoughts from the montage? I just, I just want to reiterate to everyone watching, don't be in the camp of people who's just shaking your head in disgust, wringing your hands and not willing to do something or not looking to see the meaningful solution that is available to us in Article 5 of the Constitution. Join this movement. Go to conventionofstates.com, sign the petition, and then click on that Take Action tab to get started. All right, Rita, we are going behind the scenes today to see some never-before-seen footage from the 2016 simulated convention. We have producer G in the background who is going to be teeing up some videos that we're going to then react to. So all of these videos are never-before-released footage from the 2016 uh, simulation. So producer G, let's see the first, uh, the first video. Colonial Williamsburg is where the ideas of liberty and self-governance were nurtured and became powerful enough to unite our founding fathers that it was time to rid themselves of the bonds of tyranny. And so I wanted the commissioners as they came here to be inspired by that same spirit, by you know, walking the same streets as George Washington and James Madison and George Mason. I wanted them to be inspired with that same courage and conviction to do what is right, no matter how hard it is, no matter how long it takes, no matter what it costs them personally or politically. It, it definitely is a very historic sense of just being here. Um, knowing that you know this was Virginia's uh, first capital, uh, that Thomas Jefferson, so much of his influence started right here. It's exciting to meet legislators from across the country, folks I've never seen before, who have the same vision, the same ideas that I have, and being brought here on these historic grounds is something special. Being from the backwoods of Hanover County, I'm not necessarily thrilled with coming to this metropolis of nearly 2,000 people, but. Williamsburg is the birthplace of American liberty. Not Philadelphia, not Boston with all respect, because Virginia is not only the oldest of the former British colonies, we're the largest, the wealthiest, and the most populous. And so it stands to reason that our seat of government, Williamsburg, would stand as the leader for all of our sister colonies, now our sister states. This is a city of firsts. Protests against the Stamp Act, day of fasting and prayer after the Boston Tea Party, and certainly the first to declare that these united colonies are and of right ought to be free and independent states with a declaration of rights. We came to the perfect place on the continent. This is the seminal example of the Founders' vision, this location. It's emblematic of all that, so why would we not come here? To think about what those early revolutionaries were talking about, the things that, um, that they were upset about, about their, the use of their land, the taxation, what, what King George and, was imposing on them. And, 
And I think that's not far from some of the things we're talking about now, is how heavy of a hand has the government, has the federal government imposed in our lives. And, and things like taxation regulations, things like that, that, that our freedoms have become more and more restricted over the last 200 years. Well, it's almost that we've become subjects of the federal authority. And that's not how it was supposed to operate. What we're talking about here today and tomorrow is to creating at least a safety valve or in some cases an actual kill switch uh, to, to some of the things that the federal government's been practicing. Okay, Andrew, so it's really awkward watching videos of oneself. I don't like it, and I'm wondering if I always talk that slow. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm so excited that we are going back to Colonial Williamsburg for the second ever in history simulated Article 5 convention, and I still feel the same excitement as I did back then about us going to this, the place where the founding fathers walked, the place where they met and debated and decided on such a bold course of action against a tyrannical government back in England. And, you know, it's really appropriate because they stood up to resist tyranny in London and to, they, they risked their lives to do it. And what we're doing today through Article 5 that they gave us in the Constitution is we are asking the people through their state legislators to have the courage to stand up by holding a meeting to resist the tyranny of a runaway federal government. What did you think as you saw that clip, Andrew? Well, I, I loved the part, there was, I, don't, I didn't see his name, but he said that it was uh, emblematic, that um, Colonial Williamsburg is emblematic of, of, of the American founding and our constitution. And it just made me think about how um, we're, we're not just, um, doing a meeting and we're, we're not just partaking in, in uh, calling a convention, we're doing something that's historic and we're giving people a glimpse into uh, how it would actually run. And, and, and it, it's so cool that we get to share this, not only with uh, delegates who are going to be at the convention, we get to share it with our, our grassroots, we get to share it with all our supporters and they get to see almost like a dress rehearsal of what a convention will look like. And so I love that there's this, this, this combination of well, we're fixing the country, but we have a solution. It's right there in Article Five, and we're also marrying it with the history of our country. And so, from that first clip, that's what I that I saw. I saw that we we're we're really bringing together the history of the founding, and you know, bring it to our current time to use this solution that we have been gifted uh, with. So that's really what I, that I, that's what spoke to me when I was watching that video. Um, and it's just, I'm, I'm so excited, Rita, because I wasn't there for 2016 and I only had heard a little bit about Convention of States at that point. So actually getting to relive the simulation or not relive, but live it for the first time, you're reliving it, but live it for the first time is, is really exciting. So let's go to uh, the next clip, uh, Producer G.
back in Virginia. It's only three hours from Harrisonburg. Maybe a little bit less, like two hours. And How fast did you drive? Think, and the reason I left Washington is I don't think you can fix it there. Uh, the balance of power has been so disparaged and unbalanced, and the relationship between the states and the federal government is so lopsided now that you're never going to see Washington voluntarily give up the power that they've taken away from us, yeah. either both individual liberties or state liberties. As a matter of fact, I'm really impressed with the intensity that we're seeing here, yeah. even though this is a simulation, because people aren't backing off. They're, they're giving great thought. They're raising great objections. And the other thing that I didn't see very much of is not much ego. Yeah. You know, and that means they're pointed, they're, they pointed their interest in concern for the nation, not for the Congratulations to everybody that worked hard to make this thing work. It really did work. Uh, and, and that's a sign of a healthy, vibrant organization. God bless you, man. Thank you. Rita, uh, this last clip we watched was um, Dr. Tom Coburn, and I know that it could be very emotional seeing him and hearing his voice. Um, so I'd just like to ask you, you know, what was it like when you were there in 2016 with uh, Senator Coburn, and just what did um, what what meaning did he bring to the that first simulated convention, and just his wisdom and all that. Well, that is an emotional clip to watch for sure. Um, I sure do miss Dr. Coburn. Um, what a true patriot and great, amazing statesman he was. And I'm going to try to pull it together here. Um, but what what an amazing man and what an inspiration. Of course, um, sure most of our viewers know he has gone on to be with our Lord and his maker. And I know he is rejoicing in heaven right now. Um, but he brought the inspiration. Andrew, he spent many years in the belly of the beast, in the swamp in Washington, D.C. And so he came to this effort because he knew firsthand that Washington is never going to fix itself. They're never going to impose restraints on their own power. And so he was a, a firm believer in the whole Article 5 movement, um, Convention of States, and he spent his last days um, advocating for a Convention of States and going around and educating legislators with the humble, down-to-earth way that he has, educating them about the tools provided in Article 5. Andrew, what was it like for you to see that clip? Well, it's... I never got the chance to meet uh, Dr. Coburn, and I, I could just see, though, the impact that he had on, on not just you, but so many people within our organization. And it's everything that you said, I could see it in, in, in that clip. And anytime I see a clip of him, I, I see what you just said. The, the impact that he had on, on this organization is so profound. So it's, it's amazing to, to see it and that we get to share this with our audience. And, and he's going to be there looking down upon us at the simulation coming up in August. And he's going to, like you said, be rejoicing. He already is rejoicing. So uh, it's amazing that we um, have the spirit of, of, of Senator Colburn with us. Um, and 
yeah, it, it's it's a very emotional, moving clip. So we got we have some other clips though. Let's go to producer G, who's got our third clip. I just got a This is good. Convention of States in American history. This is really good. 12 by 24 foot American flag behind the dais. That's great. It makes my heart pump. This is our Texas contingent. Okay. All right. Absolutely a hero, war hero. Yeah. Almost got killed in the Pentagon. <laughs> you know, his office was uh, destroyed in the Pentagon in 9 11. He's the only one in his office. From a guy who by all intents and purposes deserves to be retired and living on a farm somewhere came up with the biggest idea of his lifetime to do this thing three years ago and the fact that we are actually actually holding the first ever in american history convention of states is nothing short of a miracle where we're at in this movement nothing short of a miracle we're laying the foundation for what's to come and the foundation we're laying is I think that the, the most important thing that can be done in our lifetime to preserve liberty and self -help. So that was really fun to see Michael Ferris walk into the plenary room, the main room where the plenary sessions of the convention was held and Mark leading him in there and hear Michael Ferris saying, it's good. It's really good. <laughs> Um, in his understated way. Um, I, and just to hear Mike reminding our staff that one one clip you saw was from um, a meeting with our, our staff getting us ready for what we had to do. And just to hear the reminder that we're laying a foundation, you know, we're, we're doing an educational exercise to remind the American people what an interstate convention is, how it works. We're laying a foundation. Andrew, how about you? Comments on what you saw there? I loved that last part from Michael Ferris talking about how this is, we're laying the foundation. This is the most important thing that we can do in our lifetime. And now we get an opportunity uh, coming up next month to build on that foundation, to build, to, to build it up more. And this is just all preparation for the real convention for the convention that will actually change the direction of this country. And so just hearing that from, from Michael Ferris and hearing how uh, everyone in our organization from the top to the bottom believes that this is the most important thing that they're going to do in their lives. So that's really inspirational hearing that. And, and I can't, I can't wait to... Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, sorry to interrupt you. I just want to remind everyone, Michael Ferris will be there again right. in August. I'm so, the timing is perfect with him coming back right, right. to us in January and then holding the simulation. So he will be with us again in August. I'm super excited about that. Same here. All right. Well, Producer G, why don't we go to the next clip that we have? Hello, legislators from across the country, all 50 states, I understand, who are here for the same reasons I'm here. It's awesome. They, we care about our state. We care about our country. And what could be more, more important than to do something like this? It's the same concerns, whether you're in Charleston, um, in Ohio, something's not right. The, the folks sense something's not right. That the federal government has overreached and somebody needs to step in and there's only one group of people who can and say enough is enough. 
Wow, Rita, I we just really have to give props to producer G. He is just he's so good with these montages and he's so good with putting together these clips. And I'm just so thankful that we have uh, uh, such a good uh, video production manager. He just he's just knocked it out of the park with this one. It was just, what did you think? I, I saw it and I was just it just was so moving to see everyone go into uh, into the session. What was your thoughts? Well, moving is definitely the right word. It's just, it's such a beautiful thing to see these delegations from all the states, people from, you know, from sea to shining sea coming together in a beautiful picture of federalism to work together on solving our biggest problems today as a nation. It, it's just an amazing thing. It's, you know, it's what the founding fathers meant to happen. It's people from the states, from the state legislatures coming together to act as a check on an out of control federal government by, you know, figuring out proposals for amendments that will resolve the problems at hand. Um, it was such a smart idea of the founding fathers to give us this convention process for this very purpose and to see this, you know, simulation where the state legislators are um, working all the way through that process and then getting to see what they come up with. It's just it's a beautiful and brilliant thing. And I'm just I'm so honored that we get to be part of it, Andrew. It's amazing. Yeah, me too. I, I loved, by the way, just the ending of that clip where all the legislators, all the delegates, I mean, are, are they have their heads bowed and they're praying. And it just made me think about how the birth of this nation uh, came to through our founding fathers and their intercession and their reliance upon God. And this country is going to be saved through the same way by relying on God and praying and interceding to God to, to save this nation for us to humble ourselves and turn our faces from our wickedness to him. And so that just really moved me seeing that, that end piece. And again, I just want to second everything you said. It's just so moving to see, um, to see that montage. So, well, Rita, we have several vi videos to get to. We still have another uh, four or five that we are going to play for our audience. But you know what? We are going to save it because we're running out of time. So we're going to save it for our future episode because we do want to get to the mailbag. So we will uh, have more behind the scenes footage of the 2016 simulation coming up in a future episode. But for now, why don't we actually, before we get to the mailbag, we do have to go to our Article 5 trivia answer. So let's go back to Mike Ruthenberg, who has the answer for everyone. Thanks so much, you guys. You do such an excellent job on the show. Producer G, those clips were amazing. If you didn't get to see all of them or you want to see more, you can go to conventionofstates.com. At the very top, there's a pull-down menu for the simulated convention. You can see a lot of clips. You can see our historic simulated convention. Great place to go. And so what I'm going to do now is I'm going to tell you the answer to our trivia question. The winner gets this, American or excuse me, COS flag. We have these in the store. The winner of this trivia question will get a free flag. If you didn't win, just go to shopconventionofstates.com. You can pick up a flag there. They're super popular. Like I said earlier, I love flying my COS flag. 
I have such pride when I see that thing flapping in the wind. All right, so the question, if you don't recall, how will the voting work at our Article 5 convention? Even though it's a truncated convention, the rules will be very, very similar in that. And the question again, how will the voting work at the convention? A, it's multiple choice, one delegate, one vote. B, one vote per state delegation. C, apportioned by state population. The answer, B, one vote per state. One state, one vote. If I would have stated like that, it would have been too much of a giveaway because most people understand that, that in 40 conventions that we've had, we had 40 convention states in America, they've all been one state, one vote. At simulation, there may be two or three commissioners representing a single state. Before each vote, they'll caucus among themselves to determine if there's a majority supporting or opposed the ballot measure. If there's a tie within that state's delegation, they may abstain from voting. Remember, this is a convention of states, not a convention of delegates or commissioners. That means there's equality among the states. The small states won't get run over by the large states. That's how the founders envision it. It's quintessential federalism. And history tells us that's what they intended. In 2015, Article 5 scholar Rob Nadelson co-authored a set of draft rules in collaboration with state legislatures, excuse me, state legislators from across America. Convention States Foundation will be utilizing a modified version of those rules at the upcoming simulated Article 5 convention. Once the real convention meets, we propose that the state delegations adopt our model rules for their use. They're ready to go and proven to work. And of course, they can modify them any way they want at that convention. So there's your little educational moment today. I hope you got something out of it. I hope you were the winner of our flag today. And now I'm going to turn it back over to you, Andrew, to close out the show. I just want to remind everyone, Andrew, that they will have a chance to watch the simulated Article 5 convention on August 4th. You don't want to miss that, but you do need to register for it. So if you'd like to watch as history is being made, register at cossimulation2023.org. That's cossimulation2023. Org. And now let's do the mailbag. Um, these messages and questions are from viewers like you. So if you want to be featured, drop us a comment on YouTube, Facebook, or Rumble. So the first one I have is from Samuel Smith, who wants to know, what is COS? Well, Convention of States is all about educating people and equipping them to use Article 5 of the Constitution, and in particular, Article 5's Convention of the States process, where the states get together and decide on amendment proposals to make so that they can resolve the biggest problems our nation has today, which are all related to federal overreach. And so we are working to pass Article 5 applications in 34 states to propose constitutional amendments on three topics, 
fiscal restraints, limiting the power and jurisdiction of the federal government, and setting term limits for federal officials and members of Congress. That's what COS is all about. And to learn more, go to conventionofstates.com. Andrew, you have the next one. All right, this one comes from Marianne. How many states are on board? Well, that is a great question. Currently, we have 19 states that have all agreed to call a convention. 19 states have passed the COS resolution for term limits, fiscal restraints, and to limit the jurisdiction of the federal government. We still have 15 more states to go. We need a total of 34 states to call a convention, so we still have a long way to go, but we are more than halfway to calling the very first Article 5 Convention of States. And Rita, we actually uh, technically, or there, we have 20 states if you can include Kansas, which hasn't fully passed yet. I'm wondering if you could maybe talk a little bit about Kansas uh, for our audience, but that was a state this year that uh, that did pass the, the resolution, although um, maybe you can clear that up, that little hiccup that happened in Kansas. <laughs> sure. Well, Kansas was indeed the 20th state to have both chambers pass our application by a simple majority vote, which is usually all that is required. However, the Kansas Constitution raises the bar there and imposes or purports to impose a supermajority requirement for passage of Article 5 applications in Kansas. Um, we are watching to see what's going to happen there, but the Kansas Attorney General has already issued an official opinion saying, nope, the Kansas Constitution can't raise the bar any higher for passing an Article 5 application than it's already set in Article 5 of the U.S. Constitution. So we're looking toward potential court action there to go ahead and us be able to officially and definitively say that Kansas was state number 20. So stay tuned. We'll keep you posted. All right, Rita. Well, that's it for the mailbag today. We're going to go ahead and sign off. We will be back next Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern time, but we have a country to save, so let's get back to work. Thanks for joining us. This has been the podcast version of COS Live. Check out more content at conventionofstates.com slash pod. Thank you for listening.